0: Welcome to Shit Talk Fridays, a podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle and relationships with a splash of controversy. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Gina.
1: And I'm Evo. (laughs) It's good to be back.
0: Uh, Yeah, we like, you know... I just would like to say that if people could know if people could know what goes on behind the scenes, I think they would get a riot. Shout out,
1: shit. yeah! Shout out to all the production crews out there doing their damn thing. because yeah. we feel you.
0: Because we are two people band, yeah. And sometimes two people ain't enough.
1: It doesn't seem like it sometimes. <laughs> I feel Like if I just had four extra arms, we'd be we would be good, right?
0: I don't know. I feel like four extra arms would potentially get in the way. I think I would. Like another able-bodied person. Nah,
1: I feel like if I could just, you know, do this at the same time, fix that down there, while adjusting the camera, and drinking my drink, uh, I would be good. You'd be good. Yeah. Okay. I like
0: that. Uh, so happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Evo and I had a hell of a weekend last weekend.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Yeah, it was. We were celebrating Evo's birthday, and um usually when it's evo's birthday i let him shine and i let him have all the you know like all the fun but when it's my birthday evo thinks it's his birthday
1: so no 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 it's our birthday
0: oh it's our birthday (laughs) okay so this past birthday i went into it like it's my birthday too
1: (laughs) i don't mind See, um, the thing, I don't mind. You know me. I'm, on, I'm yeah. all for everybody having I a good like time. I don't like to share. I'm all for everybody having a good time. Yeah. Like, you get, you get some happy, and you get some happy, and let's all be happy.
0: We are so different in that way. Yes, we are. But I would like to say that I just want to recommend everybody, if you have not already gone axe throwing, I highly recommend it, especially to the ladies because it was definitely like an aggression slash stress reliever. I even felt sore the next day. Yeah. And like you know, the muscles that I used to throw the axe because I was taking it very seriously.
1: Yeah, especially once you start landing them. Yeah, it, it gets a little bit competitive. Once, once you,
0: you you heard what Evil said when you start landing them. Yeah, when you start landing them, I was landing them yeah, shit. I'll give
1: you that. You, 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 and um, and one I, of our,
0: I'm one of our very good friends. Yeah, one of
1: our very good friends were killing it. Yeah. Um, I went axe throwing one time for our friends bachelor bachelor party, bachelor party and I was killing it. I was even doing double axe throws and sticking them both at the same time i mean i was just i could not believe how quick i picked it up and i was just so in disbelief how horrible i did (laughs) Actually, I did the worst out of all of us.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, think I did. I think you had like six points. I don't
1: know. It was, tw- and, it was bad. It was terrible. The
0: game was to 21. Yeah, yeah you, were, you were you were terrible.
1: I was in such disbelief.
0: But you were still having a great time. Oh, yeah.
1: Always. Of course. So the Thank week- you for that.
0: Yeah, and then you're welcome. And then the weekend was also Mother's Day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Shout out. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers yes, out there. Yes, so then yes. we celebrated that. And now we're in like this gap week, right? Because Evo and I, we have an anniversary coming up uh, this coming Monday, mm-hmm. we are going to be married 12 years. So this little gap week is you know, we have a lot going on in the month of May. But interestingly enough, uh, when it comes to choosing the topics for the show, I generally I generally am the one that curates you know the topics yeah, for sure. But, you know, I run it past Evo. So this past weekend, I was like a little bit outside of myself. And I'm, I'm going to link that in in a second. So Evo asked me, you know, what were we going to talk about? And I said, you know what, I'm going to put the ball in your court. And, you know, you come up with a topic that you feel is fitting. So the topic that Evo just chose, I thought was so interesting, which is are hormones affecting your relationship. And the reason why I thought that that was like uber interesting is because I was going through something pretty hormonal myself at the same exact time that you suggested we <laughs> talk about hormones. So maybe TMI. I don't really care. This is Shit Talk Fridays. I my my monthly my menstrual came like almost a week late. Yeah. And of course, even when I went through the, what if I'm pregnant ordeal which there really wasn't a question if i was nah. it was it would have to have been like a hail mary type shit. it would if I have, was. Had to have
1: been the fluke of all flukes like yeah. like and, and even that would have been like the most unexpected shit because it just did, wouldn't have made any sense
0: so because i track my cycle i was like what the fuck is going on right and i'm like is am i training too hard am i stressed out which you know i'm really not i'm like trying to think of all these factors and because I track my cycle, I'm able to kind of see like how regularly my monthly comes. And because of that, because it was off and I wasn't pregnant, I was like, what What the hell is going on? But like, you know, lo and behold, Aunt Flo, she made her fucking appearance. Uh, I'm happy that she's here. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, could we have not, you know, have to deal with all that other bullshit? Because I was wondering what's going on inside my body. So when you said, our hormones affecting your relationship, right? I thought about that because, you know, I be in my feelings Yeah. When and is that time of the month.
1: And it could be tough to navigate, you know, especially yeah. if you're not able to identify what exactly is going on either with you or the person that you're with. So I thought it would be an interesting topic to get into. Uh, hopefully some people can identify with some of the things that we're going to talk about, maybe learn something, maybe apply some of these things to their life. Um, hopefully we can help somebody out. Yeah. At the same time, talk shit.
0: So um, when we get into some of the key roles that hormones play when it comes to being a woman, first and foremost, is estrogen. I think that this is the hormone that most people, when they think about a woman, when it comes to a hormone, it's yeah. estrogen, right? So estrogen obviously plays a large part in our overall reproductive system. Even though men and women both have estrogen, I would say that estrogen is our dominant hormone. It's the hormone that really helps us develop as women along with the other two, which is progesterone. And we have, you know, a decent amount of testosterone. But estrogen is what regulates our menstrual cycle along with progesterone. But estrogen is like the bigger factor in that. So it's interesting to me that like since my menstrual came late i was like "Is something going on with my fucking hormones do i have to because one of the other things is too is like if you have support for shit talk fridays is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in below the waist grooming and hygiene manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels i can't count the number of times i nick myself using shitty ass trimmers that literally left me anxious about grooming Manscaped has skin safe technology that has restored my faith when I groom below the waist. And did I mention the new 4.0 lawnmower has a 4K LED light? So you ain't missing shit. So head over to manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping with the code STFridays20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code STFridays20. Unlock the confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now back to the show. In a woman's body, if you have too much of one of the other hormones, it can throw your cycle off. Mm -hmm. So there are women that don't, you know, um, there are women that have maybe too much testosterone and it can affect their, it can affect their monthly cycle Mm -hmm. because their testosterone is like overriding their estrogen
1: so what do you feel like you were like working out a little too hard that week and your 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 testosterone levels maybe got up
0: it's i don't know if that's possible like i don't know if me working out increases my testosterone but what i can tell you is is that when a woman does work out as i don't want to say aggressively but as vigorously as i do Mm -hmm. it can disrupt your menstrual linkage to your body fat yeah So you and I have had this conversation before about how body fat on a woman's body can be higher because it is essential for our reproductive system. So where a man can function at like, I don't know, three percent body fat, I would probably die if you gave me three percent body fat. So But there's women
1: I feel like there's women out there who go there.
0: Um
1: I don't think it's I don't think it's something that is sustainable, but you can definitely go there for a short period of time.
0: Um I can't speak on that for sure, but what I can tell you is that the essential number of body fat for a woman's like reproductive system to work, I guess, normally, if you're not experiencing any other issues, is about 14%. So if you're at zero, you are... You, you, well, I that wouldn't is,
1: say zero, but... Or three, even three. Three percent. I, I, I still
0: think that that is.
1: I've heard that number thrown around as if it's like it's the it's the number to hit when you want to be super lean.
0: I mean, for men, for I men, would men, not. I would not. Men. I for me, I think for a woman, if you want to be super lean, I'm gonna say anywhere between. Like, if you want to pass that threshold of what is considered You're essential,
1: like six percent.
0: No, I think that that's that's actually. I think that that would be dangerous to a woman. Hmm. I don't know for a fact, but I'm gonna say if if essential is fourteen, I'm gonna say maybe twelve.
1: So why don't you just real quick just just touch on why it's so essential?
0: Well, um, it's essential for women to have body fat because of our reproductive system. Yeah. So we we need it as almost like a safety guard.
1: Yeah, and basically it's like it's like if you ain't got no fat, then you're not going to be able to feed this baby that you're going to put into you. Yeah,
0: potentially. Potentially,
1: yeah. Potentially so your body's like, "All right, well, since we don't have enough fat to even potentially host a pregnancy, mm-hmm. then we're going to shut this shit down." Like yeah. there's no reason for this respiratory, sh- I mean this reproductive system mm-hmm. to be even functioning right yeah, now. Yeah, correct. So that's why you say it's, it's essential. essential, yeah.
0: In addition to that, some women will have a little bit more body fat in the abdomen area just to protect those organs Mm. so that being said you know estrogen is something that is essential to us along with progesterone and testosterone i will say though um when it comes to testosterone that is actually the hormone that helps maintain some of the some of the same things that it maintains in men, which is overall growth, bone density, um, and your overall kind of like it helps with mood. Yeah, somewhat. it helps with your
1: mood, it helps with your sex drive, it helps with your um your muscle mass and sh- muscle mass and strength. Mass, yeah. yeah. Um it those I mean those those are like the key roles that testosterone places plays in a man. Yeah. I uh, and See, but it, for, it
0: also, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's
1: up. to say, and it also ties into a bunch of other stuff. I mean, testo- testosterone, I feel like, plays so much more of a, of a role in a man's body than estrogen does oh, yeah. in a woman's body. It's crazy. It's, how, on how the, I, it's tied into so many things.
0: So, I think, when I think about these two hormones, the way that I'm thinking about it is that estrogen is our primary. Yeah. And testosterone is our, um, what is the word? Secondary? Yeah, like you're, it's mm, I would say that it's even like your third okay secondary maybe it'd be close but progesterone I think is a little bit more important than testosterone for us whereas for men testosterone is their primary right so Mm -hmm. that being said um, this is some of the reasons why I'm a little I can be slightly envious of the way that hormones function in a man in the world that I'm engaged in which is health and fitness because you and I, when we can go down the same road as far as fitness and workout regimens, you are going to see results faster than I will because of how my body is functioning yeah. hormonally right. overall. And there are times that it gets very frustrating when I can watch you day in and day out just like hit your mark. And I'm struggling with, you know, feeling tired. Maybe I'm getting close to that time of the month which happens to me quite frequently but then you watch me you've seen it happen where it's a couple days before my period is scheduled to come and i'm i'm excessively tired yeah more than normal
1: yeah your body's working overtime yeah internally
0: and then you know like the day of day one i'm literally a sack of potatoes on that day i i don't want to leave the bed or I really don't want to do much of anything and except for eat and maybe binge watch something that's really all I'm looking to do and if I have to work that day because you know I my work schedule's not like a regular nine to five it's somewhat like grueling for me because Mm -hmm. I have to be on my feet all day it's a long day and I'm usually like thinking about that like why does this have to happen yeah. to me type shit? So then and then I watch you every day you get up and you're like, It's a bright sunny day. I'm just gonna go about my business. I wouldn't say business. it's
1: like that, but it's um I can see how you might see it that way from the outside. Uh but I've always been fascinated with the with with the, the cycle that women have in mm-hmm. comparison to men mm-hmm. and how it takes a month mm-hmm. for women to go through the complete cycle and in that month there's just this swing of hormones up and down throughout the month Mm -hmm. as to where men their cycles are daily.
0: Yeah. There there really is no there really is no weekly or monthly fluctuation for
1: men. So there is kind of a fluctuation, but it's really not I don't I don't believe it's felt. Right. So the life cycle of of the testosterone is about seven days. Mm Mm-hmm. And so every seven days the body's producing new testosterone. Mm-hmm. But it produces it at a rate where it keeps it pretty much level. Yeah. So like, you know, every day it's producing testosterone, but it's to replace the testosterone that it, you know, is that it's gone it's, through yeah, that week it's, it's gone through it's gone through that week. Um and so make you know, maintaining the optimal levels. But throughout the day it has its peaks and it has its lows. And so in the morning is typically when a man his cycle is at peak and mm-hmm. he's feeling the most testosterone, which explains why a lot of men wake up with morning wood mm-hmm. or they get wood in the middle of the night. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, that's, you know, their body is just producing it. And uh, f- from what I understand, not 100 percent, but men get I mean, th- men get multiple erections throughout mm-hmm. the night. It's just this is the thing that they do. Um, and then this is why men love morning sex.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: I'm not saying all men, but a lot of men do. And it's, you know, they go, it's at a certain part of their life where that even is optimal. I think it's, uh you know, from the ages of when puberty starts till right around in their, like, almost their 30s, you know, like, it's at somewhere in that, in that range, mm-hmm. they start to, you know, loo- that starts to dissipate. You notice that as a man, because you'll start to lose that, that morning erection, it won't happen as frequent. That's a telltale mm. sign that, you know, you're starting to, your levels are starting to, to, to dissipate. Um, But it's just mind blowing to me. I've always been fascinated with the fact that, you know, we're it's a daily thing, Mm -hmm. you know, even as we later on in life, you know, as our levels start to dissipate, it's still on a daily cycle, you know, and I've always just, you know, I'm, I'm very intrigued by what women do and what women go through and how their bodies are so different from ours and the changes that they go through and you know this i've been very vocal about this so a woman's cycle is something that always intrigued me as well in comparison to a man's cycle so i've always i've found that you know very very interesting i've been
0: well a man's cycle is something that me personally i don't even look at as a cycle to me it's just a daily thing and i and i'm not and i'm not trying to no no no, I, no. listen I, I get it i'm not trying to it. talk down on men uh because it almost seems like a rewind to me, you know. Like every night, it's just getting rewinded back to the beginning. Yeah. Uh, men function on a circadian rhythm, you know, which means from from day to night. Where I just recently found out that women function on what is called an infradian rhythm, mm-hmm. which is a cycle, you know, f- and we go through certain periods within that cycle and immediately one of the first things that came to mind for me was a woman's cycle throughout the month reminds me very closely to the cycles or the phases of the moon okay and the reason why i say that is because to me a full moon is when a woman is when a, when a woman receives her monthly mm-hmm. and then after the monthly she starts to fade back into it's um the moon is wanting at that point you know the moon goes through waxing full and then wanting you know so it's like it has those same exact phases and in those phases you see it full and then you start to see it decrease and then you see it go back to being full again i think about that as far as because moon and an egg that is my Mm -hmm. my first connection to it and how um the moon has to go through these phases in order for it to receive, for it to receive its fullness w- once right. every month. Okay, or once every however many days that, that a full cycle takes. Yeah, right, I could see that. So,
1: but now is that so? That's but a, a woman's cycle. I feel like mm-hmm. it's it's a. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but as as, as you're saying this, I'm thinking... I was like, just thinking... Woman... I,
0: I was just saying that, like, how a woman's body can relate to nature. That's what I immediately thought about.
1: Right, right, yeah. I, I was getting that. Oh, yeah. were you? Yeah, yeah I kind of yeah, got that. It was just that you were, like... It, the phases were three phases as to where a woman...
0: No, there's more than three phases in a moon. and in, in a moon, there's actually 13.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, 12 to 13, depending on, like, the way that things are happening with yeah. the moon. So... um. I was just, I was giving the names of the phases. And the reason why I say that there's, it's because it moves a little bit each time. And that's how a woman's hormones are functioning yeah. within her body throughout those 28 days. And in my and in my case, since my menstrual came six to seven days late, it was like 36 days that my body was going through this fluctuation mm. of hormones. And it can be very frustrating. And since we're talking about how can hormones affect a person's relationship there are times where i'm pre-menstrual or i'm postmenstrual or i'm menstrualing uh, i'm on my menstrual that i'm extremely or easily agitated and i and the agitation comes with a couple of different reasons it is obviously I have a loss of my primary hormone, which is estrogen. I have a huge drop in it, right? Mm -hmm. So I could potentially be a little bit more irritable. In addition to being a little bit more irritable, I'm more tired. So it's not just a hormone. It's the fact that my body is a little bit exhausted from what it's going through. So my ability to remain, I guess, more rational or less emotional when that is happening is minimized
1: so what do you know what hormone is associated with the irritability irritability so for example in so a man in a man's body testosterone high levels of testosterone mm-hmm. is related to aggression mm-hmm. um, and so when a woman is going through her cycles at mm-hmm. some point in the cycle she becomes very irritable
0: well this is not every woman but i'm I was only speaking for myself
1: okay, but I, I it's not an uncommon thing. I mean you hear about this you yeah. know that many women deal with this as part of their menstrual cycle. I
0: personally think that it has to do with the the um, the lack of energy. I don't think it's necessarily I don't think the the hormone is der- and don't don't quote me on this, but when I think about it, I'm more irritable because I'm tired mm. and it's not because it's not because the hormone is affecting my brain in a way where I'm like, I'm I'm less willing to hear people's bullshit. No, I'm just more tired, so I have a lower tolerance mm. in, in my interactions with people. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. That makes sense.
0: You know, where a woman may be able to, when she has higher levels of energy, right, mm-hmm. she can maybe withstand a little bit more bullshit. You know, a little bit more annoyance. You know, right. maybe if there's... The kids are, you know, making a lot of noise or, you know, tearing shit up or your husband's asking you dumbass questions or whatever it is. When you are full. Right. Right. Of all of your hormones in there at their. Not necessarily peak levels, but at their like at a, you know, at a good normal level and they're not depleted. Your ability to see things more clear. And I think that that would hold true to a man if you have. Good levels of testosterone, your mentality, I would think, yeah. functions more reasonably. Absolutely, yeah. You versus have, it being higher you love. you
1: have this sense of competitiveness that really pushes a man forward when he when his testosterone levels are, are optimal, mm-hmm. which then will also is directly related to being able to think sharply, mm-hmm. you know, and be you know have laser focus. And so, if a man had cycles like a woman would, mm-hmm. I would think that there would be points of the month where he would feel foggy you know and where he's not feeling sharply thinking sharply or not feeling 100 percent. i just didn't know if there was a a hormone that was related to that irritability or well
0: i can definitely tell you right now that progesterone and estrogen play a part in a woman's overall behaviors but i do definitely think it just think about when you're tired yeah and sometimes it's beyond tired. It's literally like exhaustion on top of feeling uncomfortable. So when a woman is experienced her, her period, she is tired. She has cramps. She has back aches. She maybe have bloating. She may have like a little bit of nausea. So think about all of those things and then someone asking you a question. That's annoying.
1: The only thing... That I, Your tolerance you know, so, is going
0: to be very different. Yeah, I
1: think about these things and none of, none of them really make me feel like they would make me irritated. But... What I can relate it to is that I am like the worst with headaches, like headaches. I don't deal with okay. them. And so when I have a headache, that shit makes me irritable.
0: Yeah. And headaches are a common thing when yeah, women have I their when like, period
1: or I, or
0: they're premenstrual.
1: Yeah. Because it really like amplifies anything that's like stressful in my brain. It mm-hmm. amplifies the headache. So it just makes me super sensitive to bullshit. Yeah. As you would say.
0: I can tell you that you and I have experienced things that are directly related to my cycle that you have now come accustomed to. So after after I've gone through my menstrual, of course, there comes that window where I'm starting to see that increase of my hormones. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at you funny all day.
1: <laughs> there's a there's TikToks going around about that right now. <laughs> right mm-hmm. how's, how's it women
0: are fucking feral yeah,
1: it shows it's so show, let's let's paint the picture real quick so it shows um it'll the ones that i've seen it, it starts off with a guy coming around a corner mm-hmm. and like ducking and, and cowering and he's got like uh like some type of weapon i think the one guy had like a nerf gun another guy had like the remote and a pillow you know and he look he's like he's like shivering you know trying to hide from something and all of a sudden that like it reads um, my wife or girlfriend, two days post after her period, yeah. and then she comes creeping around the corner, and then you get like a sound bite of mm-hmm. like uh like a tiger or something mm-hmm. like that. Because like we're
0: ready to attack. Yeah, and
1: it's it's like a low rumble, like like growl, you mm-hmm. know, and it, yeah, and they're prowling, like it's yeah. just yeah. And
0: we 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 start to become in heat. Like this is another one of the reasons why I love running, and maybe I've said this to you before, and I'm not sure if I have it. It's it's free thinking time for me. Mm-hmm. So when I run, I go through these cycles when I'm running of like the first couple of minutes. I'm like, man, this this really sucks, right? Yeah. And then once I get past that part, my my mind just opens up to all of these thoughts because I there's nothing else I can think about, you mm-hmm. know? Maybe I have some music playing in the background, but a lot of the times I have a lot of free think. So interestingly enough, when I was running today, um, I just actually had something on the TV. It's a show on Netflix called Moving Art, and it is different landscapes from different countries Mm -hmm. there's no there's no voiceover to it there's no um there's no um there's there's no direction in the sense of like there's not a person directing what it is you're seeing you're literally just watching a camera film landscapes animals people of that country Mm -hmm. it's quite random it's I mean, there's a there's a there's a there's obviously like a vibe to it, but it's just not random shots. It's very cohesive in the way that it's shot. It's very it's fucking stunning to watch. So when I'm running, I'll just put that on because I love to I don't I don't have to listen to anybody. Mm I don't have to follow anything. I'm just seeing scenery. So today I chose the scenery of Africa and there was this one part in the episode where they were shooting lions and you know, it was just lions being lions, mm-hmm. but it was so beautiful because I because I was not listening. There was no one telling me what I was watching. I was just watching the lions in their natural environment. And there was a part of it where you see some lioness and the male, and they're obviously it looks like the the females in heat, and they're you know looking to engage. I find that interesting in the sense of how nature works when it comes to because a lot i've been thinking a lot about how nature is you know directly tied to who we are as beings and in nature the males are engaging in sexual activity with the females for the most part when they're in heat they're looking the women are putting out these signals you yeah. know they're spraying you know mm-hmm. um we watched that one video uh forget what show it was but i think it was a. Uh, it was either like a, a like a leopard or some. It was some sort of big cat, and remember the the female was spraying, and then yeah. one male came, and then another male came, and it was like, yeah. nah, bro, I was here first. I don't feel like I see it in the animal world where males are engaging.
1: It does. It happens. Uh, it, I think it happens with with uh with birds. So what will engage? I, yeah, they engage what, when yeah, women. What, what will anatomy. happen is is um for some. I believe that there is a season, right?
0: Wait, but pause for a second. I was just I just wanted to tie that into what we were talking about which was when females are in heat yeah, cuz you know, fero- we're we're on the prowl ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We are we are I, I you and I have joked I'm like a kitty cat. I'm yeah. like purring and doing all that kind of stuff and then funny enough today I watch it on the show and I'm just like and the males they're looking for that shit.
1: Yeah. So birds uh funny enough they they when it is season they end up doing a multitude of things whether it's uh setting up an elaborate nest to Mm -hmm. attract a female or 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 doing these calls where you know a female will come and then when when the female comes we
0: actually saw it the other day when we were walking our daughter they do
1: these elaborate dances and all types of which i love yeah so so the yeah so birds are very engaged male birds are very engaged in to the females when it comes to mating.
0: Oh, I think you missed the point. What I was trying to say is in nature, it the men are not trying to engage when a woman is not looking to engage. It's always the ma- in in nature mm-hmm. when it comes to animals, the males are waiting for a woman, or excuse me, or an, a female, yeah, to come into season. Right. And they're doing almost everything and anything, especially birds. Yeah. One of my favorites is in in um uh planet earth mm-hmm. series they have that one bird in the amazon that he's black and then he opens up his wings and he turns blue and he does this like funny ass dance but he's doing that just to win her over mm-hmm. amongst all the other birds but he has still waited till she's in season so when you and I talk about how homo- hormones are affecting affecting one's relationship when we talk about it in the human aspect where a lot of the times problems can arise is when someone in the relationship is looking to seek out a desire sexually yeah. and the other partner is not looking to reciprocate because they are not in season and i find that dynamic so interesting because i feel like we're probably one of the only species i'm not a fucking scientist that we we function this way
1: well, I th- I think you know monkeys kind of they 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 function <laughs> they function on but they're on, our closest relatives. Yeah, they function kind of on the level <laughs> of what we do a little bit because they you'll see them engaging in sexual acts just to do it. Mm. You know, and there will be no. Rhyme they actually
0: reason. engage in sexual acts, um, same sex. Same
1: too. sex, yeah. I mean, they just they'll they'll get it in. So, um, and they'll, but, do, it for, they'll do it for pleasure.
0: Yeah, there, there's always there's always the exception to the rule, yeah. but they are our closest relatives. That yes. being said,
1: outside of that, I don't I don't that think makes it's, sense it's to me, right?
0: So I would love for you to tell me a little bit about the male hormone, so that we can kind of like I, I can hear your point, and then we can get it. We get into the fucking thick of it.
1: <laughs> so, um, man, where do I even start? So the, I mean, all right. So the male hormone is because it's a it doesn't cycle the way a woman hormone do, does, um, it, it, and it peaks in the morning. It's like every day we are ready and looking to engage in sexual activity
0: um okay so maybe i didn't mention this so do you know when a woman's peak is
1: of, of of hormone from what you're telling me it's two days after the menstrual
0: no That is not peak hormone. That's
1: what I I didn't think so, but it seems that way because that's when you're really looking to engage. It it should it should be when you're ovulating. It is. That is
0: that is that is peak. However, because there's, to my understanding, just uh, outside of your menstrual, you just start to get the injection of the increase of hormones. So it just it it builds the drive back up. Yeah, I was about to say
1: because I know just from our experience, you know, when you're when you're when you're ovulating, like I could. It like I could tell, yeah. You know, it's just you know you're radiating it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I could smell it. You yeah. Know?
0: Well, that's so. I was just wondering if you knew exactly what a woman's peak is in comparison, because you know, man, obviously it's
1: all every day, day, all day, every day. <laughs> a woman's peak would be
0: essentially um, during ovulation, which is yeah. about anywhere from a four to six day window, depending on how every woman's body's functions.
1: Yeah. Um. So you know, I mean, I mean, a man's it's. It's sad to say, like it just really is a daily thing, and it's. Is it sad? Uh, yeah, it is because. Meanwhile, there's I was such a I was huge jealous. there's such a huge disconnect between men and women mm-hmm. and their sexual desires, that it causes a lot of issues between couples, mm-hmm. you know, and navigating through those issues and finding a middle ground can sometimes be very difficult and very challenging. Mm-hmm. Which is, I'm assuming this is just my personal assumption, please, Um, you know, which is why a lot of men step outside of their relationships because Mm -hmm. of that disconnect. You know, there's a, you know, in the beginning of the relationship, I've, you know, I believe that women are very much about the, the lust of it at Mm -hmm. the beginning and um, are very, very intrigued and very turned on about everything that's new about the Mm -hmm. relationship. Not realizing that, that's the man the way the man is all the time
0: yeah and the man is looking at it like this is great this
1: is great yeah like i mean you know it's fantastic and then after some time you know things kind of normalize in a relationship and they're not so much intriguing and lustful for the female in the in the relationship
0: no you mean the male
1: the no no
0: because you said women,
1: women, women find the the relationship very lustful. Mm-hmm. They find it, they're very intrigued by the newness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, every so
0: you, so you were saying, once it becomes more normal, they kind of lose that.
1: Women lose that intrigue. It's, it's not as intriguing as, as it as it was yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the lust kind of diminishes, um, mm-hmm. and it just you know it, it starts to take on a different role where that's something that, in your words, needs to be primed, mm-hmm. um, and. But the man doesn't, you know, he just continues on this every day. Like, I'm. you know, what's up? I'm ready to go. And it takes it doesn't take much um, for a man to get primed.
0: Do you understand, though, why that loss of lust? Because when you say that there's like, you know, a woman starts to like settle into, you know, the dynamic of the relationship and, you know, maybe. And again, this is not for everybody, but, you know, the removal of that lust starts to diminish a little bit. But do you understand why a woman in the beginning is more willing to engage in sex more often versus after some time has passed in the relationship?
1: Do I know the answer to this? No.
0: Okay. So I'm not a professional, but I'm going to tell you from my experience what happens with a lot of women is in the beginning, women are navigating the sexual activity between them and that man. And it's, it's a woman is trying to find out what there is offering wise. So you are trying to get to understand, to, you are trying to get to know this man sexually. So you're taking multiple attempts at it. And it's interesting every time because you're not really sure where this is going to go. But then let's say you're, I don't know, six months into relationship. And now you understand you're able to predict what sex is going to be like with this partner because you've kind of fell into a rhythm with this partner
1: so okay so what i'm what i'm hearing
0: it's right. basically charting the unknown email. right
1: so what what i'm hearing is like there's a lot of oh that's cute oh that's nice mm-hmm. oh i like that mm-hmm. um and because it's all new and engaging it's very stimulating and, in many different ways
0: yes and that ties into lust you know it's this is a new person to you mm-hmm. there's new smells there's new there's new arousals there's new um you know feelings but then when you get into a rhythm with this person um there are some things that happen even deeper you know you you grow a deeper connection to yeah. this human being and you then start to make connections in other ways that are outside of sex mm-hmm you know, because right. sex is a driving force. You know, you got fucking pheromones going on. You got, you know, injections of dopamine happening when you're meeting a new yeah. person, right? There's a lot of other factors that are taking place. But now, like I said, when you get into a rhythm with a man and you understand his body and he understands your body a little bit more, you then now are having sex in a way where you hopefully understand each other a little better. And the prediction of how sex is going to happen is already in your brain right right so when that start speaking from a woman when that starts to happen it can get a little bit the, the prediction plays into why we may need to be a little bit more prime because w- the excitement is gone like we already know what's gonna happen right you know and you for a man that, that's you, okay you
1: hear that fellas so when things start to get died down a little bit you gotta you gotta switch it up on them
0: yeah i and and i And switch it up in a way where, you know, you're still making sure that your partner's comfortable. But if you're just like, I'm going to beat it up every day, girl, for fucking five years. No.
1: I mean, if he so, all right. So do you think it's possible if the man is really on top of that engagement? Mm -hmm. That it's possible to really keep uh, uh, a, a woman in that state of where she's very easily primed? Because he's constantly coming up with all these different methods of, of stimulating.
0: Are you asking me is it like easier to be more consistent right. with so, your woman sexually if yeah. you're constantly like priming her the right way?
1: Yeah. So like you hear many. There's many issues that couples have. But one issue may be is that there's one person that wants sex more than the other mm-hmm. one. And this works in both sexes, whether it be, be the woman in the relationship that wants more sex than the man mm-hmm. or the man that wants more sex than a woman. So in this example, we're going to use the, the man wanting more sex than the woman, okay. which is I, f- I feel like a very typical example. Mm-hmm. And they've reached a point where the woman is like, all right, like you need to chill, you know, like I got you, but like. We're like we're not going anywhere. There's no need to be rushing and doing this every day, mm-hmm. right? I'm just using that my those are my own words. I don't even know if if that's what they say, right? So, <laughs> ladies, please, all right, just <laughs> just for lack of better words. because <laughs> I can just hear, could hear it in my head.
0: You're like, what the fuck does he right? mean?
1: So now if the if the man let recognizes this and sees an opportunity that all right, I'm gonna really like put a hard effort in here to mix things up on a regular basis mm-hmm. and so that I can maximize my chances of engaging in sex when you know on when I want to and kind of keeping it uh, where it's not something that I really need to prime to do mm-hmm. where it's it just stays very spontaneous like mm-hmm. like we used to. Do you think that th- those conditions being kept are sustainable for a woman so that she can be on the same level that the man is? Now keeping keep and keeping in respect that of course there is that one week where you know you know the, the the office is closed <laughs> we're doing renovations we're closed for business <laughs> um
0: i still don't think that's 100% sustainable mm,
1: okay well, cuz it's just so you're not there's a chance
0: yeah it's just, it's just not about it's just not about the spontaneity that's the dumb Be- man talking right there <laughs> Because I could tell you right now that um, spontaneity sometimes is not like one of the favorite things, you know, you have to think about some of the other things that come into play when you're in a relationship. For example, you and I, we've been together well over a decade at this point. And, you know, we have children and, uh, you know, we have jobs. So it just can't be like, yo, girl, what's good? I'm coming through. Like it, That dynamic is not really, doesn't take part in our relationship anymore. Yeah. So spontaneity is maybe not like the, the one thing that you have to focus on. I think what is probably the most important, and this is actually one of my recommendations as to how Two people in a relationship can try to overcome issues if you're having them when it comes to hormones, male versus female, is communication. And communicating in a way where you are really getting to try to understand why your partner is having these desires or lack of desires and what can be done to resolve. I can tell you right now, Every couple is going to have these issues for the most part. This is just it's normal hu- human for a man to have more of a sex drive for the most part more than a woman because of the cycles that we go through. Right. I I get the impression that sometimes in a relationship one of the partners is has this like ideal of what it is that they want and they are forgetting that perfection is not real. So and that's where the communication comes in because I don't think at any given point I don't think anyone's needs are going to be 100% met no matter what. I think you can really you can really strive to satisfy your partner, but to it for it to be perfection I think is unrealistic.
1: Mm. I'm gonna beg to differ on that. Okay, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna confidently say that someone who has very low needs, that their expectations could be met, and they could be very satisfied in their relationship. I, f- I feel like different, uh, different. We're
0: talking about sex. We're not talking about in a relationship. Okay. And, and
1: I'm talking about even sexually. There's some people out there that are not very. Um, they don't have a, 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 for lack of a better term, they don't have a a, a, a wide like a, they don't have a variety of experiences that they need mm-hmm. to satisfy their desires. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have a, a, a sensational appetite for all these different experiences. Mm-hmm. They're very, um, we'll call it vanilla. You know, very vanilla. You know, just a, 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 none of that kinky, crazy stuff. You know, like, and so I could see someone like that being very content, and their and their needs being met.
0: Um. Again, Eva, I think you are speaking about the minority versus the majority because I think we're speaking about the majority of, like, you know, just... I I was just commenting on what you
1: were saying, that you were saying nobody's needs can be 100% met.
0: In regards to what we're talking about... In regards to sex. Yes, I... If we're talking about like normal functioning couples, we're not talking about the minority. We're talking about the majority of people that are potentially going through these issues. Okay. I don't think so that's that a bit
1: different than what yeah. you were saying. Then I, I, I guess I got a, the way you yeah. said it kind of sounded to because me that you I, were you know, just there's speaking. always
0: going to be there's always going to be an exception to the rule. Like yes, I, the, the way that I always think about it is that we're going to have this conversation. We're going to put it on social media and then someone's going to go, you know not it. me. You
1: know, it. so that's why I feel like I needed to point that out, because there is that that one person or group of people that always come up and they're saying the exact opposite of what we're talking about because
0: and the, and then and then there's 50 other comments of people going yeah. yo yo I know exactly what you're talking about yes. so I'm referring to those people and there's always going to be a minority and then there's maybe there's times that we'll focus on areas that are minority driven mm-hmm. but like I'm we're trying to address things that overall people are going to experience yeah. right and it's funny that you bring that up because um, I was actually reading a study that did a, a study on about 1200 people. And a lot of the times people will say things like, well, did they did they um, test or did they do the study on the entire population? Otherwise, it doesn't directly it doesn't directly correlate. And what I find interesting is that and I heard someone say this recently, is that what happens to most people happens to most people.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, I, I think that anybody who feels that any study is based on the world's like being being used as a as a as a as a, as a test is so. Crazy.
0: If you are if you have a study group of twelve hundred people, more than likely the the information that you're receiving from that study group is really going to be able to apply to the majority of people throughout the country. That being said, in the study, what I thought was so interesting is that. About 60% of couples are experiencing difficulties when it comes to trying to satisfy their partner's sexual desires. Yeah. So, if one of the partners is maybe having difficulty communicating what it is that they want, that is very normal. Whereas, if a person is then going into another relationship, and then receiving full satisfaction of their sexual needs, right? That will only give them about a 13 to 15% satisfaction overall when it comes to their relationship. So follow me here.
1: No, I get you I mean oh. this, this, this sex is sex is a very small portion of so the meanwhile, relationship.
0: Meanwhile, the majority of people are experiencing that problem and then there's times that people will just be like, yeah, I need more sex and they're focusing on this like ideal of perfection of wh- what it is that they want sexually and then they will go and seek that they will get that perfection and then everything else will be shit.
1: Yeah, well I mean I think you know that's that's that direct hit to dopamine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like and sex just generally <laughs> just feels good. So yeah. um I you know when it, when all else fails, fuck it, like let's have sex. You know? Like I mean <laughs> it's it's I can see why someone may be so Someone may be so um yeah, I know, I've been I've been constantly okay. showing it. I can see why someone may be so persistent on, you know, having sex, even though there may be maybe issues mm-hmm. going on outside of the relationship. I mean going on inside of the relationship, mm-hmm. other issues um that need attention, that they still might be very persistent about sex because it, it just always leads to that feel good feeling.
0: Okay, I can understand that, yeah. but this is why i find it so this is why i find it so interesting and this is why one of my recommendations is communicating you have to be very realistic about what it is that you are trying to achieve with your partner because sexual desire is not always going to be both of the partners focus you know one of the partners could be somebody that is just very happy with the fact that their partner is supportive and you know faithful and a good husband or you know there's so many other factors that play into relationship so sometimes if their sexual needs are not always being met to perfection they're willing to chalk that up as you know overall i have a great relationship but sometimes people get so fucking laser focused on the fact that their sexual needs are not being met i mean
1: you know some people they're just very accustomed to you know getting what they want Which is and and their and their happiness revolves heavily on mm -hmm. them being able to get what it is that they want. And if it doesn't, then it makes them feel very down and unsatisfied and you know, they get all in their head about it.
0: You know, and it's and it's interesting because you and I were talking earlier and one of the comments that I made to you was as far as what I think that people should look into when they're experiencing these type of conflict within a relationship when you have a man that is looking for sex more and a woman that isn't, I said to you that I thought that men needed to lower their expectations. And I think that caused a little bit of like a rift between you and I, um, because you gave me an example that was what if the man's expectation is three times a day and he lowers his expectation to one time a day, is that still reasonable? And then I said, no. And then you and I kind of, I don't want to say we got into it, but there was some back and forth and then I, I I placed it back on you because there was a recommendation that you had made that I thought made so much sense to that one particular situation um, of something a man should do if he's experiencing this type of drive.
1: Yes. So I I felt that it's very important for a very important for a person to internalize what's going on. All right. So, what I mean by that is there's obviously an issue going on where someone's needs are not being met Mm -hmm. and obviously understanding an issue is getting down to the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. So I believe that problems should be sought out internally first Mm -hmm. to see if it's an internal issue. And if not, then try to resolve it externally. And because sex drive is so tied to hormones with men, I feel that if there's a disconnect between You and your significant other sexually, that a man should get himself checked first to understand where his body is hormonally and on, you know, as far as testosterone goes. And And,
0: and why would they, why would the tests help them?
1: Well, it would help them understand if they have an excessive amount of testosterone that Mm -hmm. is causing them to have a high sex drive or if they're having a low. Amount of testosterone, which is giving them low sex drive, um, which can also cause problems in a relationship where, mm-hmm. you know, the woman in the relationship or the other person in the relationship is seeking more sex than the man is willing to offer. Mm-hmm. That can also be a very problematic. And so, identifying that first can be a great way of understanding where the where the problem co- where the problem lies. So, in the example that you know, we uh, in the example that we were talking about was it was totally different. But I find it important that if a man's testosterone is low then just by getting his levels checked he can find out that okay the problem is with me Mm -hmm. you know obviously if i just get myself maybe some hormone replacement therapy and bring myself back up to optimal levels i'll be able to maybe have the urges to want to have sex more Mm -hmm. but without getting checked he may think like this girl's crazy like she's she's the problem Mm -hmm. you know what i mean She wants way too much fucking sex. She's a nympho. Like, or it could be,
0: or it could be the other way around. It could be like the man's sex drive is too high. Right. And he's requesting sex way too often. And it's, he's looking at the woman like she's crazy because she's not engaging as much. I
1: don't know if there's a, if there's a way to lower a man's testosterone, if he's really like have, if he really has high levels naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, in that case, again, that's still good to know because then I would suggest to the person that maybe monogamy is not something that is a relationship that you should be in. Oh yeah. Because if you, if you are constantly seeking sex because you have a high sex drive and it's totally natural, you know, you have, you're just, you're very, um, and so demanding lots of sex from one person that is monogamous can be very stressful on a person that, it's just not. That's not the lifestyle that they want to live. And it's important. It's important to even step into a relationship, you know, and find out what the what the what the sexual boundaries are. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people, you know, they they need that that ability to be able to socialize and and have different experiences. It's it's just what sat- satisfies their sexual appetite. And some people don't. So when you have somebody who is very high sex driven and somebody who's not. Understanding where you are hormonally, as far as a man goes, can really play a key role in placing yourself in the right position to satisfy yourself, so that doesn't become an issue in -hmm. the relationship. So, I think that having no at the after the age of thirty, right, Mm -hmm. um, men start to experience something that's called andropause, Mm -hmm. where they slowly start to lose their testosterone right
0: and the same thing happens to the women. Same, yeah
1: same thing happens to women it really doesn't become something that is is an issue until late 40s 50s but still there is that there is that that transition to where it starts to diminish that at some point you know either you're feeling down and now you're not you know you're not you don't feel great about yourself, you don't feel confident, you don't feel energetic, you don't feel sexual, you're starting to feel frustrated. And that can affect your relationship that you have with your significant other.
0: And just to think that happens to a woman every month. Yes.
1: Yes i women to a woman every month, you know.
0: Men are like, when I turn 50, I lose my testosterone, I lose my confidence. Women, like, every fucking 13 days that happens to yeah. me. I mean,
1: I don't, you know, <laughs> it's interesting because I've been seeing things, and I, and I don't really want to get into this too much, but I do want to touch on it. I've been seeing things that with the way that our lifestyles are, are built right now with our diet and everything that we're taking, there's a, a lot of things that actually f- affect the male hormone Mm -hmm. and you know and decrease it i have seen this quicker than than you know
0: one of the worst things are what's that plastics
1: plastics so you know this may be an issue that may be going on uh, that's happening a lot sooner than we think in men Mm -hmm. so my advice to anyone that's in this situation where either their sex drive is way too high you know, or there's an issue where they you know, their partner is not giving them enough sex. And before you start pointing the finger at your partner the problem, take a look within yourself first. Get to know yourself. Really find out where you are in the situation. And I think that's very um, an important piece of information when it comes to the next step and finding out where the middle ground is.
0: Yeah, I think that that's great advice to self-reflect on what it is that you are physically going through to yes. better understand like why you have this potential hyper-focus or lack of want of, of, you know, something that two people are looking to engage in. I would make the same recommendation for women. Something that has helped me immensely is tracking my cycle. It has really placed me in tune with my body and understanding why I'm feeling the ways that I feel during certain times of the month because I can tell you, the moment that I come out of having my menstrual like when i hit day seven up until day 14 so i have seven days from when i exit menstrual where i'm basically there's you know the egg is gone nothing is really in the works at the moment Mm -hmm. i'm starting to see that increase in all three of my hormones but i'm not that close to ovulation I feel like a fucking beast in the gym because my body's not really working to do anything else at that current moment. When ovulation comes around, my brain kind of switches in the way where I am starting to think about sex a little bit more, right? Now my body is ovulating. It is preparing itself to potentially accept sperm for an egg, right? right? So my body is now working on something else so working out for me sometimes can be a little bit harder and i feel it there's actually times where i can feel ovulation happening i know a lot of women will concur this with me that you know ovulation um you feel what's going on in your body and you actually get a change in your in your discharge you know it it changes its consistency giving you the the indication that you're ovulating Right. right um and then you kind of come out of the ovulating, you come out of the ovulating window and now your cervix lining is like thickening a little bit, you know, cause the egg is kind of chilling a little bit and I start to feel like even stronger, right? Cause like, I'm, I'm still like a little bit at that height, but man, once I come out of that and it starts to go down again, started getting ready to go back into me getting, you know, discharging right. the egg and all this other nonsense, I start to not feel as strong in the gym and i not just i start not to feel it as strong in like other things there are times i feel like i need to push myself just to do daily tasks right. and it's so frustrating when you have a partner looking at you like hey girl i know you had a long day at work i know that you know you did xyz things today but can i get some head you literally that is like sometimes the last thing on a woman's mind. They're like, I am just fucking physically tired at this so, point.
1: You know, so let's let's take a moment to try to help the the men out there understand this a little bit better. For mm-hmm. those that are actually interested in, in, in this, right? Yeah, because so, there's, there's a lot of Yeah, there's a lot give of a There's a lot there. of dudes out there who just don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. who don't care to know. Um, but like, you know, for someone like myself and You know, I hope I speak for for many other men out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Those that are actually interested in knowing, are there any signs, anything that a man can 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 see or be able to pick up to know that um, his girlfriend or wife is going through one of these hormonal phases, Mm -hmm. or and or or is there even a way to find for them to be able to know what phase that they're in, what she's in? Yeah.
0: Um. A man can track his cycle with his with his woman. Okay. If you wanted to, you could use the same app that I use, and you can just when I tell you it's my first day of my period, you can then just from that point track it with me if you want. And I think that that's a little much.
1: Yeah, I was, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like that's a great idea, but I could tell you a lot of guys yeah. are not going to do that. Yeah, um, I,
0: I know. So honestly, Evo, um, Evo um, I tried to put two words in one. Mm-hmm. um, Honestly, I think the best advice, again, like I said, is communication. You can literally just ask. There you go. If you were just to ask, hey, honey, you know, where are you in your cycle right now? You know, not every woman may know the answer to that. Because I-, I can tell you right now, when I was younger, I wasn't fucking tracking my cycle. Right. However, there was not the technology that there is now. A woman now can literally pick up her phone and go, I'm actually day 22. Um, This is where my hormones should be. Right. And this is probably why... I." I can tell you now, and I think you can agree with me on this. That's a lot of the times part of our conversation throughout the month. I can literally tell you, I'm ovulating right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in that you know two to three day window yeah. right outside yeah. of my period. I'm about to have my period. I'm so tuned in yeah. to what it is. It is
1: very helpful, believe it or not. Yes,
0: it. I think it's extremely helpful because there's sometimes where I snap at you and I go, "Oh my God, I'm sorry." Yeah. Like, I. That came. From fucking Hades yeah. in in the depths right now. I am so yeah. sorry.
1: So for for so for for a lot of you men out there who are probably not on the same page as their their girlfriend when it comes to their cycles, um, maybe give it a try. See if you understanding. Now th- and this is not going to happen overnight. I mean, there, there takes some adjusting and and some um some tweaking to this. But as far as the the part that you know you play as a man in the relationship. Try to get to understand where the cycles are, and see how the, those moments, how you can react to them. Right? Mm-hmm. How what part can you play to either, um, aid it, mm-hmm. or not add to the irritability of it? Correct. You know, and how that can create a better balance mm-hmm. between two people. Um, I also was wondering.
0: I could tell you right now one of the one of the secrets is chocolate
1: I, that was my question so what <laughs> what are some of the things a man can do to help with some of these hormonal yeah. imbalances that women yeah, go through just, right just
0: get me cho- yeah like let, let them know but, but it can't be has to be very specific type of chocolate. right so
1: find out what the specifics are yeah. right there's i mean obviously And this
0: is what i mean about being fucking primed evo this is not okay so what again once you settle into this rhythm in a relationship because we are we are we're, fucking, we're yeah. a song right yeah. now. We, we figured out the tunes, the rhythm, mm-hmm. the beats, okay?
1: Yeah, we, we we took the tuning fork to this motherfucker. We're like, <laughs> like we, just, we had to be in sync.
0: So, you know me very well right now. How many times have I looked at you and I just been like, Shekhan Nuggets?
1: Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> or, or chocolate. Or chocolate. Chocolate cake.
0: Chocolate, exactly. Yeah. So, when it comes to me, I love chocolate cake. However, I know there are many women that did their polar opposite and they like salty stuff. Yeah, that They want potato chips. They want, um, you know, greasy foods. Find out what it is that is essential to your woman during those times. It's going to be so important and so valuable to her to know that you are taking the time to try to understand where she's at. Because then in turn, gentlemen, then maybe your woman will go the extra mile for you. Yeah, where there may be times in the month where she's not as wanting that she's going to see the desire in you and say, you know what? This man is there for me when I'm not feeling my best. Mm -hmm. I want to be there for him, even though like, you know, right now I'm not in that mental space. But when a man is not trying to understand a woman's cycle, but then it's constantly just looking at her like, yo, what's up? Yeah that then becomes a chore, does not become a you know, a beautiful thing between husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. It yeah. be it it, it 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 loses its total essence. Yeah. I'm
1: gonna drop I'm gonna drop a little helpful hint to some of the guys out there that <laughs> may not be there or still maybe um maybe in like the the what the fuck is going on zone every time <laughs> this this time of the month comes, um I co sign a lot of your bullshit. Oh right
0: yes you do. And what I
1: mean about co-signing a lot of your bullshit is that I may be um, in a place where diet wise and fitness wise, you know, I have my, 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 my schedule that I'm on. Um, but once a month, I am right there with her. At, Stone, at Cold Stone, you know, getting <laughs> ice cream and eating it with her. Or, you know, we she wants pizza. You know, we go and we get pizza and I'm eating a pizza with you.
0: And it's not just that. It goes beyond that. It's that, hey, um, I know that you have 17 things to do today, but can you just sit on the couch with me and watch three episodes yeah. of Vikings? Because I'm just so exhausted right now. Watching you run around this house makes me feel somewhat bad about myself because... I literally, I can't control what's happening to me right. right now. I'm literally so tired that my brain is not functioning. I think a couple of days this past week, you'd be talking to me. i go, I'm sorry, my brain just mm-hmm. did not hear a fucking word you just said. It just, you know, it bounced off like right. it bounced off like glue. Yeah. You co-sign a lot of my things. But I think I want men to even go a little bit further. Don't wait for her to ask for things. Have it already.
1: Yes, that is helpful, but the, I think the, the very important part of what I'm saying is that I transitioned into this. Like, this yeah. is not something that I did that I brought into this relationship. Yeah, you know, where I was like, oh yeah, I already know that this time of the month I need to be there. I need to be there, and I was like, you know, it was no. There we went through our our faces which is particularly why we're talking about this correct you know we had to we went through those that part of our relationship where you were feeling one way i was like what the fuck is going on this shit is crazy stay the fuck away from me like i'm not talking to you right now you know we're arguing we're just not seeing eye to eye and at some point i became curious to know what can be done to make this better Mm -hmm. and i kind of and it started with just one time i think i I gave in and i got you something and i saw your reaction Mm -hmm. and i was like oh shit that's actually really good and considering the environment that we're in, you know, yeah. as far as, you know, you being on your menstrual. And then slowly I started to kind of play with that and, you know, and move and build on it. And, you know, now we are where we are. So It
0: also happens, though, not just during my menstrual. It happens sometimes when I'm ovulating, sometimes more than others. Because yeah. um, when I'm ovulating, sometimes I notice that I. So when my body's doing extra work. On top of all the other things that it naturally has to do like fucking pump my heart and breathe air and all this other things and move my limbs, right? When it has to, my reproductive system has to be functioning, right? My body wants to consume more calories, especially because I'm fit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because I'm fit, my body, you and I looked at the calorie burn that you and I have just on a regular. Yeah. So could you imagine that when my body's doing extra work, I'm looking to eat, More Mm -hmm. so, I can
1: see that. Yeah, sure.
0: Um, that being said, I, I, I think it just always goes back. It always goes back to communication and really understanding where your woman is at in her cycle. The only the only part that I don't have full understanding of right now is when a woman is outside of a cycle, when a woman goes into menopause, because to me, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother avenue that I would love to explore one day. But I think right now we're talking about when you are dealing with a woman that is experiencing a 28 day cycle or, you know, however many days it is for a woman, because every woman is different and even. And even um, further in, like a woman that experiences her cycle every 28 days, every now and then it could come every 35, you know, it just happens. So when someone takes the time to understand their partner's overall workings, it holds so much weight so that when a man is then looking to his wife or his girlfriend or his partner to engage in something, she's going to remember that, you know, it's not, she's not going to look at it as a chore, but when you're just like it's an, you're expecting it. Then, then I you, it's it's lost all context. Yeah, I for mean, me. there's
1: <clears throat> so there's there's this level of expectation that certain people have, and i you know, and men in particular that, you know, if they're gonna be monogamous and if they're gonna if they're gonna if they're not gonna stick this dick in any other woman, um, then she must she need, then the one that I have right now it must needs to satisfy these needs. You know what I'm saying? Like that
0: it, is such it, a a. a <clears throat> Archaic way of thinking, but okay.
1: It is. It is. You know. But I'm not trying to defend this type of thought and action in any which way. Yeah, but, no, I know you're not. You know, you have to understand also that when you when you couple the constant sex drive, right? You couple you you, you put together the, the the daily cycle of of daily testosterone, right? And it starting off in the morning, like you wake up to this, like I want to have sex. Um, testosterone being linked to being competitive, right? Where where men are just naturally competitive mm-hmm. where they just want they need to outdo each other in everything who's got the best who's got the most money who's got the best cars who's got the flyest clothes who's got the best lifestyle who's having the most sex mm-hmm. and so which is another another reason why that, that you know I'm sure women don't really understand this is which is why men brag about sex mm-hmm. because it's just one of the competitive things that they do mm-hmm. you know who's who's having the most of it um, and so when you put that that testosterone daily 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 um Cycling. daily cycles and it's starting off first thing in the morning and now i only have one source of relieving this and you also you have there's there's also a constant Regular, there's regular urges to ejaculate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a physical thing that a man feels. When you put all those together, and then only having one outlet for that, mm-hmm. it can lead. It's it's kind of a recipe for a disaster for a man that doesn't really understand his emotions and what he's going through. I would agree. You know, so yeah, it can it can it can get messy. And which is why you have like that archaic
0: way of thinking. Way of
1: thinking that that goes about where, well, you know, I've got these emotions now I'm like in the situation where I only have one way to resolve it. And, you know, and it's not really being, really being resolved the way that I would like it to be, you know? So again, self-reflecting, getting to know your body, understanding where you are, and then kind of like trying to find a middle ground at that point is definitely a helpful hint.
0: Yeah. If you're looking for your relationship to overcome these issues, that is going to be the only way that you will do it. Avoiding them or seeking outside of it is not going to be the answer. Um, just one thing that I want to add, and then you know we can wrap it up, is when we talk about people's desires and the things that you may want, right? If you always were to give in to every desire you ever had because of this drive that you have, could you think about all the horrible places you would be in in life?
1: So I mean, getting yeah, to the... know
0: yourself, I think, is so important. Yeah, absolutely. And, and exhibiting like self-control. But I think sometimes men will forget that. And women, you know, they will forget, okay, yes, these are my desires and I'm going to act on them. But I don't think that people look at the big picture of how just because it's a desire, it doesn't always need to be met because if you're always giving yourself what you think you want, is that what you really need? You get what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. our needs are definitely different than what our wants are for sure.
0: Because I could tell you, I want pizza. I could eat it every day, all day, yeah. but I would be fucked up if I did that.
1: You yeah. Know? It's, you know, and the, the, the fucked up thing is, is that men have this physical need to mm-hmm. ejaculate um, because it's just, the, there's the constant reproduction of sperm and, and you know, in, this, in the scrotum and you feel, like, you feel it. Like, mm-hmm. you, you just feel like, like, like it, it almost feels like a sexual desire, but you know that it's, like, you, it, you're down here, you just got this feeling like, you want it, that, you want that feeling of ejaculation. You know, it's almost like, and I, this may be fucked up, but it's like you know when you're hungry, your stomach starts growling, mm-hmm. and you need to fucking put food inside yeah, of that, no, I right? So when that, that you get that feeling in your in your pelvic area for a man, I need. am speaking for my. I mean, I know I'm definitely speaking for myself that you want to ejaculate, mm-hmm. you know. So you put that together with testosterone and whatever all the other things we just talked about, and you know it it kind of turns into a need for a man, you know. And in, in some in some cases,
0: I'm not saying that the need should. I, I'm not saying that it's not a need. But okay. you have to, there still has to be, there's an element of self-control that has to be put in play.
1: absolutely fucking Listen, I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm, not, I'm not, not trying I'm not, to downplay I'm not, that in any which ignoring, way whatsoever.
0: I'm not ignoring the fact that men have different <clears throat> needs than women no, I'm not at trying all. to give
1: nobody a pass on that, you know, just yeah. because you got needs yeah. that fuck everybody, everything else. No, there okay. has. There definitely has to be That is for the sure. point.
0: That's the point that I'm getting at because um, I know that men and women are different and um. I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh, well, men should think like women. I think men should think like men, but I think men should try to understand women.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a level of restraint and and vice versa. There's definitely a level of restraint that more men need to practice and in getting to know themselves uh, will help them manage manage that. Correct. And I think that that will be helpful with the relationship that they're currently in if it's, a, if it's a situation where they feel like they're not getting enough. Yeah. You know, maybe, like, you, it's like you told me we had the, you know, it was the way that you worded it, right? So when we were talking, you were like, <laughs> you just need to lower All your, your expectations.
0: expectations. Eva was like, what do you
1: mean? And I'm mean? like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know what's so
0: funny to me? And then, you know what I thought about? Of course, as I was running, I was like, you know what? because i was saying that you know ladies we also need to speak up and tell our men how we like to be primed i was like men need to start doing what these birds are doing in nature and they start need to they need to start um like, clearing the, the nest they need to start doing fucking dances put on,
1: put on a show like yeah
0: because if you look at it the majority of male birds in nature are the most colorful because of what they have to do to get a woman's attention yeah. so men do yourself a favor okay be flamboyant put on the show clean up the house You know, listen, me even when I saw a video the other day of a person that hired a cleaning company for their house and they came in and they scrubbed baseboards. That was the most immense turn on (laughs) that I've seen in a long time.
1: I'll be definitely dead (laughs) honest with you, right? There's been I've been blown away sometimes by the way you look at me when you've been gone all day or you've gone on a job where you're gone for a couple of days and you come home and the house is clean what yo i get this look that i just like for a while i didn't understand it like because you know i at, at, at the you know the first at first when i saw it
0: oh and then evil, i didn't know
1: what was going on evil
0: also knows how to lay down real thick because i remember one time i was gone on um a trip a, like a work trip for like i don't know like a week and you picked me up at the airport with our daughter with flowers and then i came home and the house was clean and he waxed the floors yeah. and then told me that he waxed the floors like three times while i was gone and i was like oh it's about yeah. to go it
1: doesn't it doesn't help that i'm like i i'm uh, i'm like a worker right i just i like to work and so our relationship you know it's it's um it's work Mm-hmm. You know, not and not of in the course. sense like a job, but you know, it takes yeah. a lot of uh, it takes a lot of a, a lot of like, a lot of energy to of course. to keep it going, right? So when you're not around, like I have this 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 um overflow Excess, surplus yeah, yeah. of just energy and you know and i i got to put it into something so i end up usually putting it into the house which which <laughs> you love which is <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah wow yeah. so listen guys, fella's clean up clean up uh-huh. you know listen there's gone.
0: that guy there's this guy that i follow on tiktok and god i forget his name and then we are going to end this he literally he has this joke you know that song from uh, mulan we are men fighting mm-hmm. that, that song yeah. um and it's just him doing odd and repairs around the house, and then every time it says "we are men," he like zooms into what he's doing, and mm. it's like him cleaning the vents, him cleaning the washing machine, him mm. mowing the lawn, and he talks about like that's what real men do. So that's part of the priming. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, listen, no, I get, listen, it. I get it. it. It it a little bit goes such a long way sometimes. Okay. I hope that this information that we provided to you was healthy Absolutely. and helpful. Yep. And we would always love to hear from you, and hear your thoughts. I uh, we're probably gonna get them yeah, anyway. Drop which, some questions
1: in the comments section. Yeah, let we, us know if there's something that we you know that we didn't answer that you'd like to hear. Or we, you're
0: like you motherfuckers are way off.
1: Yeah, let us know. <laughs> we would love to hear that too.
0: Um, but actually, until next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Peace out.